1: Greetings and welcome to a Monday and or Tuesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is December
0: 26th
1: or 27th, depending on when we release this.
0: Andy, how you doing? Brendan, I'm doing great. I'm sure I'm filled with Christmas cheer.
1: Full disclosure, we are pre-recording this, obviously. like This is early December 21st, 22nd, pre-Christmas recording uh, of the year in review. We ended with uh, the Scottish Open and we're moving on to... The last men's major of the year, the open championship at St. Andrews, which we both attended. Um, maybe got stomach viruses of various degrees, but uh we're moving on, starting with the open championship.
0: Listen, it is a uh presented by Club TFE. Yeah. We are we're like a week out from Blanche. Allegedly,
1: as of as of this listening to this, we're a week out from launch. The catch base in the blog is starting to be fi- pre-filled with blog posts for the start of the year. Kapaloo is bearing down on us. Uh, the first course review, course profile will be up. A lot of hullabaloo about the egg ratings. You have one, two, or three eggs. You explained on the website how we rate uh, courses uh, with this, this three egg system. Uh, I think there'll be some debate. I know it's been a subject of internal debate, uh, what's getting eggs. So th- those will be weekly course profiles uh, released. You know, I don't know what day we'll release them yet, but one will be coming each and every week, which means you'll get 52 for $120 for a year subscription to Club TFE. That's $10 a month. You'll get the blog posts, which have a comment section, kind of fostering a little more community there. You get early access to events. I know we have a very strong event schedule coming on yeah. multiple coasts and in the middle should have
0: should have a couple events going up early january too okay you so. get a free uh gift not a free gift but a gift
1: as part of your membership uh monthly video what else am i missing a monthly q a hangout but yeah this we're going to try to really make this of value the content's about to be coming out rolling soon as the new year hits uh go to friedegg.com slash membership again this is to Help us do what we do best more often and what hopefully you get the most value of out of it's not to I don't know get out of the hole after a expensive Christmas break right this is this is <laughs> to invest more in what we do best and what you guys tend to like the best so uh, thank you for signing up if you have and if you haven't uh, check it out at the uh, membership page where we go into more detail on what, what you'll get uh, for signing up All right let's get on to the open, open championship.
0: championship. I think starting out, prefacing the open, we were both there. This was uh, probably one of the highlights of my year. One of yes, Profe- definitely. one of one of the professional, professional highlights of yeah. of the fried egg since starting it. Um, I gotta say,
1: sitting here in December doing research and looking back at the photographs and just some of the tweets and things of being over there, it's like wow, God, it feels like yesterday, but also like five years ago. Like I, I want to go back so.
0: Sunday night, so Sunday we drove over. Um, we, had a, we had a taxi cab driver that didn't use Google Maps and, and had gotten lost on her way to St. Andrews the previous We're coming from times. East
1: Lothian, coming from Muirfield area, or Gullen. Yeah, two-hour drive, and we get into St. Andrews, the town. And I'm telling her, the, the, I have Google Maps up on my phone. I'm telling this cab driver, left, right. You, know, you gotta go left, you gotta go right. She tells me you gotta stop saying that and just point. I don't know what left and right mean. She's a she's cab driver. She's a cab driver. Doesn't know what left and right mean. I have to point to navigate her home. Anyways, that was an adventure. We got to St. Andrews though, eventually.
0: Got to St. Andrews and uh, we got in, checked in, got our, our press credentials which afforded us the ability on a 75 degree night to go walk the old course at sunset and I, you know, great experience, great night. It was, well, I think one of the cool things was obviously it was shut. It was, you know, it was the open week, but in a way it felt like we were town members because of the way we ran into people we knew from the golf world. And it, it almost was like a simulation. And obviously it's not like this for, regular weeks, but for somebody in the golf community walking around, you know, we ran into Jaime Diaz walking in, you know, we talked to him for a while. Then we're on the course. We ran into multiple people. We knew we ran into Jeff Shackelford, talked to him for a while. Dratty and guys. then yeah. we're, we get back into the town. You know, we're walking, we do the whole course and we're walking back. We get back into the town. We run into a group of friends on the 18th hole. And it was just this cool like so you're back into town and it it to me when I think back on it, I imagine that is kind of how the town is on like a winter Sunday you know yeah where you just run into people you know and such when you're just around that golf course because it's such a part of the town and obviously walking the old course for the first time was just. With with the sun out, the sun going down, the shadows popping, like there's no better time to walk around that golf course than than it than at that time of night on on that day. It was uh, I'll never forget that walk. Yeah, I mean
1: that was like obviously you know we were a little road weary at that point. You know, traveling from the states the weekend prior, or the day prior, basically playing golf both days, and you get into St. Andrews, probably like six, seven o'clock, put their bags down go. And I'm glad we committed to doing that. Obviously sunset was late. It was your first time walking out onto that first tee. I remember like your face, like kid in a candy store. Um, And then we just basically go down the middle of the fairway all the way out and back taking pictures, making the walk. You know, I don't know what it was, two hours or something out and back, uh, running into friends there at the Swilkin bridge. Some of the guys from v Summit, um, it was just like a cool, cool moment. Obviously, the light was really cool. It was just our both our first experiences with the most famous course in the world, and and like it was open week, but it not yet was an open week where we would be, I guess, shackled to our radio credential or whatever it would be, but because it, it was still a little bit more free flowing. You could come onto the course, saw Kevin Nah. I remember you were trying to joke about the iron heads and stuff like that, but uh, really, kind of one of the most memorable moments of. of the year, my career, just getting that first walk, and, and the circumstances of it was was a really cool intro to start Open Championship week,
0: and then all of it came crashing down. I don't <laughs> know whether it was uh, food related or a virus, but then that, that that night I was awoken in the middle of the night and, and vomiting. I didn't and, know what uh, was happening. God. <laughs> and then I'll, I'll tell you, you know, I thought these days were behind me, but we stayed in a college dorm, oh. and there was there was something just. All too familiar with a shared bathroom uh <laughs> dorm room the one one night i was the the night i was real i was i was still very sick i uh we had these key cards i haven't ever told this story we had these key cards and i, I just, of course you. I went out yeah ran. i went out i i had to run to the bathroom the end of the hall know? yeah end of the hall and i i left my key card in in the in the room. I was just in my boxers. I mean, it was so hot. The other thing, it was, was no AC. Yeah, it was hot this It was week. no AC, yeah. and it was hot as shit in the rooms. I mean, I, I remember just laying there, like, completely dead, sweating my ass off. Like, you know, like, it was just a terrible situation. But then in the middle of the night, I locked myself out of the room. I'm I'm like dealing with dealing with a very bad stomach. You got to go talk to the RA. You got to go talk. I had had to go down. I had to go down and use a phone and phone an RA (laughs) to get let back into my room. Just nightmare. You know, you talk about all time highs followed quickly by lows of lows. I will say it
1: was like, yeah, it was. You know, we're older at this point, so the Spartan conditions kind of were an adjustment. You know, we came up in any any kind of accommodations, but looking out your window, literally seeing the Swilken Bridge was pretty sweet, right? In our first unbelievable, trip. like unbelievable location, walking across the street to the basically the media center and the course was amazing.
0: So that was one of my favorite things about it: like Spartan conditions, but location unbeatable. Wouldn't change a thing I because agree. of the way, the way that we experienced every day there, where. You know, walk. i you know, you wake up, walk throw some town. clothes on, and you walk into town. Grab a coffee, walk to the media center. Yep. Um, yep. You know, we'll get into Shackelford's review of the media center a little bit, but you know, the the dining. Oh God. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so you grab grab a little coffee, a croissant, the croissant at uh, at that one place. I got forgot what it was called it was to die for chocolate croissant i know exactly Um, what
1: you're talking about i don't remember the name either but know right uh, where it
0: is yeah all right monday we'll kick off with monday monday's championed golfer celebration norman and phil are notably absent disinvited But it was really cool right yeah disinvited we'll find out we find out later um but i was i was like you know to talk about our our proximity, I was in this haze, like in and out of sleep, but I had my window open cause it was really hot and I could hear the announcers. Like I could hear what was going on. And I would like, wake up and I'd hear something like From your dorm bed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like Sick it was bed. kind of like a crazy. So like, this is all good. Doing the research to be honest was like new to me. Yeah. Um, Trevino, Rory, uh, tiger and Georgia hall all play together. And then Jack <sighs> Nicholas joins them. It was a really cool moment. That's right. They took a picture on the Swilkin Bridge. Rory had this great quote about Trevino. Trevino, I guess, was just, like, turned up. He was, yeah. he was like, peak Trevino, having a really good day. Rory, I never knew, like, he literally walks into the shot, sets up for a cut, then walks all the way around to set up for a draw. Then he makes his swing, but he's talking at the same time. He's one of a kind. And, obviously, we did the the... Spotlight on Trevino, where you know he just was talking all the time, and yeah. a lot of it was like he said to calm his nerves, but he would get under people's skin and, and just an uh, you know, one of one golfer. Yep, yep, more so maybe than any other legend in the game. Lee Trevino is a one of one, could be that's right. This was like I remember Tiger and Rory
1: saw like Poppy out on the balcony of the Russox or the mm-hmm. old course and, and like waving to him a famous photo, just like a really happy day uh, for golf in general, you know, just like low, low, low stress fun day.
0: Yeah. The, I mean, this was one, the 150th at, at the old course, which we haven't mentioned yet, but I think there was a lot more pop, pop and pomp and circumstance. Um, I remember uh, around it.
1: I remember there was like a tiger quote from the McManus about that. And, um, I think it was the McManus, and, and, you know, he had come into town. He was walking around town Saturday and Sunday with JT, right? Kind of. And then people were following him on those practice rounds. Um, and he talked about uh, how it could be his last one. I didn't want to miss this, right? It's the 150th. This is a historic open. We're going to play. I'm lucky enough to be a part of past champions that have won there. I don't know when they are ever going to go back while I'm still able to play. And I want to be able to give it at least one more run at a high level. So just. The week, you know, these things can be over-sentimental sometimes in golf. But the week, there was just a lot of confluence of a lot of historic events. Tigers last one at St. Andrews, the 150th. Obviously, just the setting being St. Andrews. So there was a lot even before we ever did anything. And the Monday Champions Challenge was a big part of that.
0: The course was a huge talking point. And I just selected a few quotes here about it. You know, we'd be... I mean, that was the big thing. It was baked out. It was the the fairways were running faster than the greens in some in some spots. I mean, the 16th fairway was crazy, and I think everybody was thrilled about the golf course. So Jack gave gave a really good talk on the old course. It was a long thing; you could go back and read it, it was, or or watch it, but it was really insightful stuff. He said, "If you play smart." Really play smart. You're probably going to take a couple chances during the week, but most of the time you don't. In other words, like when I, when I won at Muirfield, I planned myself out. I hit four drivers a day, and the last day I had a little wind in my face at 14. I elected, I elected instead of hitting three wood, I hit driver, and I knocked it right in the frickin' bunker, and it almost cost me the tournament. Discipline is such an important part of playing over here. You get frustrated. Once you get frustrated, then say bye-bye. We'll see you next time because that's what happens. You've got to be patient, and you've got the, uh, you've got the ability to just sort of play to what the golf course gives you. You can't try to take it anymore. Uh, Morikawa. Go ahead. What, I, I, there was a what Monty
1: you, quote. I think it was like a radio interview. He goes, it's the most iconic golfing site in the world, and this is funny. You can throw your pebble beaches into a cocked hat. This is it. It's the home of golf when you see the signs for St. Andrews, you know, he just talks about being sentimental speed said it's the most important tournament. The best tournament we play the, an open
0: at St. Andrews, go ahead. Morikawa. Morikawa. I'm still trying to figure out the 12th hole. I have no idea what to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. I could tell you 15 different ways to play it and all could be wrong. I kind of wanted to sit on 12 and watch guys play and see what they do. Turned out like everybody just bashed, hammered it up there. Yep. Yep. Rory on winning the uh, an open at the old course, and somebody suggested like it's the, that quote that like your a golfer's resume isn't complete until they have an open at the old course. I remember I got worked kind up, of an up about it. It's absurd yeah, it's quote. Of, The Tom Watson, <laughs> such... like just the amount of
1: legends that didn't win an old an open <laughs> at old course. There's like a it's Jack and Bobby. Yeah, just Jack trying to be whatever quoting Bobby Jones or whatever, but just trying to hold one over on people who didn't.
0: Go ahead. I don't know if a golfer's career isn't complete if you don't, but I think it's the holy grail of our sport, which is not the masters. Right. Okay. Open. Not a lot of people are going to get that opportunity to achieve that, but that's what winning an open at St. Andrews is. It's one of the highest achievements you can have in golf. And Rom had another, he was like, you know, there's just not that many times, but. He's like, I think what it more means is it puts you in another like there's a another like select group. It's like a kind of like an added pantheon that you're a member of. It's not like because and I agree with that. Yeah. Like there's only a few of them. Uh, Marunk, it's not like you don't have a master's. It's not you're not complete. Right. Yep. That's a better argument than you don't have an open at at St. Andrews. Yep. Marunk. Adrian Marong obviously winner of the Irish Open. He's playing in, in his first Open, and I just thought this was really cool. I I don't know if you remember this. No, I don't. So he had an 8:35 practice round time oh. off of 10 T by himself, Tiger, and Tiger just is standing on the tee. Tiger, joined Tiger just him. crashes his, right. tr- crashes his tee time like do, he doesn't know Marong. Yep. Yep. and I just think like you're playing your first open, and and for Murunk, like I, you know, when I think about this, he had to be more nervous during the practice round yeah. than he was the first round of the. guess of all of a sudden he's thrust into this yep. crazy situation. That's right, and um, and obviously there's tons of Tiger buzz about is he going to win? Rory's talking about how this is going to be chess, not checkers, and that gives him a chance, but. <laughs> Very, very quickly. He hits it in a divot at one.
1: <laughs> yeah. and, but I mean, I don't know. That was the sole cause. But yeah, he, he didn't have it. So
0: The pairings come out. Obviously, the Phil pairing that we talked about uh, with the kitty cat is a big thing. Just uh Trinca- Yeah, Trink Alley, D- daily and DeShambo. They buried Shambo. <laughs> Xander, Morikawa, and Rory is like the premier pairing everybody's talking about be- besides the Tiger-Homa uh, pairing. Uh Bridgestone drops Bryson. (laughs) Oh, I don't remember that. Okay. Great quote. Great, great Bryson quote. I love what they do. I still will hopefully continue to have conversations with the R&D team all the time. I've given them five or six different little things that have helped improve the golf ball and hopefully will continue to do so.
1: (laughs) I've given them their best golf ball. caused due to me. I missed that. (laughs)
0: god the doj this comes out the doj washington post article is looking into the pga tour for antitrust violations so for all the live bots out there this was this was a frenzy yep rough news for the pga tour open week right the they had the past champions dinner and the photo comes out and it's just like it's just a banana. It's just a great photo. guy's sunburned all, and stuff. Yeah, oh, everybody's yeah. staring into the sun. That's so right.
1: Everybody's squinting. That's right. That's right. No Phil, right? No, no Phil, Phil, no Stroud. No Norman. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Um, Zach, Zach Johnson, like, got his, like you know, there's this long history. He doesn't know how to tie a tie.
1: <laughs> doesn't know how to take a practice swing on the tee without hitting his ball
0: it, inadvertently. Doesn't know how to tie a tie. Okay. More everybody's wearing ties yeah. and, and coats. More cows and and Spieth don't wear don't wear ties. Okay, they're okay. just like business casual. Which I don't know.
1: Is it a rule for the St. Andrew like the RNA clubhouse? Do you need a tie? Uh, probably, maybe. I can't remember. Okay, go ahead.
0: Sandy Lyle is in a kilt.
1: Sure, sure. That was. Daly is what in a Razorbacks
0: blazer or something. Yeah, it's just like, looks like Santa. Yep. Tiger on live in the press conference is a big thing. Yep. Some of these players may never get a chance to play in in major championships. That is a possibility. He's kind of talking about the young guys going. We have not heard from him since the
1: PGA at this point. So no one, he, he had live had sprouted up and started in the intervening months, but go ahead.
0: We don't know that for sure yet, but that's a possibility that some of these players will never ever get a chance to play in a major championship. Never get a chance to experience the Open at St Andrews, walk down the fairways at Augusta National. That to me, I just don't understand it. What these players are doing for guaranteed money, what is the incentive to practice? What is the incentive to uh to out there and to get out there and earn it in the dirt? I know what the PGA tour stands for, what we have done, what the tour has given us, the ability to chase after our careers and to earn what we get and the trophies we have been able to play for and the history that it has been part of this game. So that's just like a very strong stance. I don't agree. And with obviously it. like you just I, I yeah. straight up. I don't agree with that it. So like, he, it's he you know, obviously on the flip side, it's easy for a billionaire to sit there and talk about earning it. And, you know, the incentive, right? Sure. That's like, the, I just, you know, the caveat is, and that was the big refuting point, but from the most influential player in the game of golf to come out. And again, what he said is kind of like, you know, this is, this is what the commissioner, this is what the leader of the PGA tour should be saying. This is like the strength. And it's like, tiger should just be, you know, the person speaking on live. Yep. Yep. Uh, Shaq's (laughs) was. before we get to slumbers, slumbers on live. Yeah. So keep in mind, I'm coming off a stomach bug. Yeah. And you're, you eat in the media center for those that don't know, they have food for you. Shaq's Wednesday newsletter. This made it really difficult. I remember um, Doug Ferguson I was like, it was Tuesday morning. I was like, I had to get out and, and work. Yeah. And and I'm like, kind of like looking at the food options like very discerningly. Like, Duck Ferguson made a comment to me. And I was like, well, that stomach thing the yep. last two days yep. I've been sorting through. Yeah. And he goes, oh, that makes all the sense in the world. <laughs> but Shaq put in his Wednesday newsletter, the quadrilateral, highly recommend. Sure. Subscription. Yep. To, for, the, for a fourth day in a row The curry and fennel sausage rolls Found few media <laughs> center takers The kitchen staff has pushed forward And did offer a substantial lasagna I was
1: saying Shaq just Reporting on the media dining uh, just a
0: footnote in his newsletter. Not a
1: lot of beef was eaten after that, you know. Episode, <laughs> a lot of just <laughs> bread, and car, you know, basics. Go ahead.
0: I found I found great solace in the in the turkey baguettes, and I'd take the turkey off them, just eat the <laughs> bread <laughs> and cheese. Forgot about. And that. then they just disappeared after after Wednesday. It was like like I was like hoarding them. Yeah. It's like if I, I eating
1: baguettes. <laughs> All
0: right. Yeah. Oh, uh, slumbers on live. I firmly believe that the existing golf ecosystem has provide, uh, st- successfully provided stable pathways for golfers to enter the sport and develop and realize their full potential. Professional golfers have are, are entitled to choose where they want to play and to accept the prize money that's offered to them. I have absolutely no issue with that at all, but there is no such thing as a free lunch. I believe the model we've seen at Centurion and Pumpkin Ridge is not in the best long-term interests of the sport as a whole. And it's entirely driven by money. We believe it undermines the merit-based culture and the spirit of the open champ uh, of open competition that makes golf so special again, like a great slumbers was arguably of all the executives in golf, the best, the most well-spoken, obviously he had the most time to prepare. I don't want that to like, but here's a guy that got up there and talked about like, Pathway, Open pathways, like the open pathways, I think was like a really good like point and the close off nature of live, which he talked about a lot, like who are are the best 48 players going there? No, like it's going to be a select 48 and we think that's against the spirit of the game. And I think this, this was the best case against live was presented this week, Tuesday, Wednesday through Tiger and slumbers. Yeah. And right. it just, like, again, points to how weak j Jay had had been to this point. Right.
1: Right. I mean, there are different positions than the tour having to, like, really fight for its life. But yes, you're right. And to say that slumbers at the most time is true, but, like, the tour's. Had a lot of time to think about this too, like <laughs> right. Consider that and, this and could happen, and the most yeah.
0: incentive, the most right. incentive to have a well thought out, of course, of course. Like slumbers could have just been like, I don't, I don't need to talk about that. We're evaluating. We're going to see what happens. Right, that could have been his response. Right, all right, but yeah. Cam would, Smith on, ahead. Ahead. Cam Smith on golf here, and obviously, you know, one of the things that like you think about is like all this happens, and then the guy that goes out wins it. It jumps yep. right after, right after but cam smith on golf in, in the at st andrews and this is a pre-tournament presser just something links this is a great great links golf quote links golf is trying to hit the perfect shot and hoping for the best you're going to get yourself in some ugly spots you've just got to be ready for it you just got to prepare for the worst and hope for the best
1: pretty good I like that. It's not, not, not. Yeah. A little different than some of the fair police quotes you might get. Right. Or or wanting everything to be completely predictable or or being upset. Fitzy. Yeah.
0: Uh, big shot, Bob, if you start uh, bailing out, if you start playing safe away from bunkers, which the majority of people do, then it leaves a horrible angle. That's the way it's been designed. The tighter the line you take, the more risk, but the better the reward. Uh, there's a live tweet that I talked about in the last episode. Brandon. Brent, Brent, Brandon Grace, 65 in the final round in Portland. Can Brandon Grace go even lower this week? Hashtag 62. Because
1: he shot 62 at Burkdale, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, whatever. Four years ago. But yes, Everybody
0: pointed out he's not in the field. Not
1: qualified. So he could shoot 64, but it just might be, you know, at, at the Bears club or something. It won't be at the old course.
0: Go ahead. Zalatoris, I th- I don't think I've r- I've written more in my yardage book over the last four days than I have in my entire career. I think I have written, you know. Yep. So he's written more in Notes. four days than his entire yep. career. Cool. Uh, Faldo is probably the most strategic golf course in the world, and yet it was put down by the sheep. Great quote. Yep. Uh, Spieth, he. I don't know if you remember this in the practice rounds. He has an ice cream cone. Oh, he makes incident. a mess of it or something, right? It's <laughs> yeah, all over his like, face. He's it's like, like my devouring four-year-old. it yeah, of the yeah, side. It's yeah. like, do you know how to eat an ice cream cone, dude? Like, And then he's got a holder. He like hands it to this guy <laughs> yep. who's holding his ice cream cone. And he oh, like
1: takes uh, it back. Ice cream caddy, right? A caddy for his ice yeah. cream cone.
0: So people were like, I don't think, I like Spieth's chances coming into this week, but I've seen him. I can't, <laughs> he can't eat an ice cream cone. I can't can't pick him to win this week
1: um that faldo quote reminded me of that champions challenge would you were like he would not leave tiger alone just talking tiger's ear off on the putting green there at the right of the tee like there was a lot of chatter about that there's faldo there's john daly like obviously bumbling around it's just faldo i remember talking tiger's ear off this was crazy i mean Monaghan was there like the
0: live stuff yeah. still happening. I remember like Brand- st- we saw Brandel and Fincham having a heated we, debate one yeah, day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We saw. Was it, did we see Steiny talking to to Monaghan about who knows mm-hmm. what? Uh, yeah. Just a lot happening, trying to figure out what's happening outside of the instant championship, which you also want to enjoy, but go ahead. Uh,
0: I, I'm trying to think. I, I, Played a round of golf at Ely that like was the ultimate, maybe my favorite round of golf of the year. Fill up the tank moment, and you know a lot of great golf this year. But that round, I was coming, I I'd finally passed the threshold of I started to feel like a human again. That that afternoon, uh-huh. got in a van. We drove in this van. I'd never have told this story. <laughs> the guy was going like twenty five. <laughs> down the road
1: puttering and Shane, billowing
0: Shane, Shane was sitting in the front seat and the guy's just talking Shane's ear off and we're all in the back talking like yeah talking like amongst ourselves the guy he's just getting it's this tiny country road he's just getting past everybody's honking as they pass by this guy <laughs>
1: that's pretty good but that good.
0: round just was an incredible round of golf. Uh, it, it was just, and then we get, it was like, we played till dark, got back. Then the next stage is the start of the open. It was just one of the coolest, you know, the cool things about over there covering golf and then going playing golf until 10, 10 at night. Yep.
1: Um, yep. I was laid up for that one. I got hit with the stomach
0: bug moved on.
1: Yeah. Yep. Great place to be dorm for that. Go ahead. <laughs> Continue.
0: <laughs> All right tournament starts i feel like i had some stuff in my head that i wanted to get out there but oh one other thing i talked i i, I walked a practice round with uh stew sink Zatch, that's right and uh cam tringali who and scott vincent it was really crazy because tringali was obviously gone he's signed he was gone but nobody knew and they were talking and you know, scott vincent's there yeah and it was like every i, I thought it was a really weird idea a dynamic because like the like, Stu and Zach were like talking about Scott Vincent, like behind his back, kind of like about, like I wonder, I wonder what he thinks yeah. of it. Like, yeah. you know, and Tr- Tringali's kind of there. He, and I think back to it, he didn't say anything.
1: Okay. About didn't Liv. indulge it. Yeah. Interesting. Like, he
0: just was like kind of silent. He's a quieter guy, and he just would play, si- he was silent when those guys would bring it up. Cause Zach got like really, he got really animated. He was like, super pissed about it but you know he ignored me the whole round that like i just, i was just like a guy I, you know i was just a media guy yeah then i then i started talking big 10 football and he just he he was he loved it he's talking about his hawkeyes yeah and then he's like what was your name like he he yeah. just lit up, yeah. and then I met Zinger out there too. I was gonna
1: say we got a we got a photo from a listener of you and Zinger chatting at the road hole. Like, are they talking well, about pressure? Like you were chatting Zinger up, right? Did not you give Zinger some nuggets he used on the broadcast about strategy so. or something? I, there's something about it. maybe the road hole. I can't remember that he used.
0: Well, Zinger talked for ten straight minutes about the road hole. Just talked at me for ten minutes. And then I said like one line, he's he like, "Oh, oh man, that's 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 a good one."
1: <laughs> the picture someone fan took from the stands behind seventeen of you and Zener was a great moment. Yeah, uh, after the years of pressure and stuff, which is you know, it's, it's Zinner appreciation in my mind. Not Curtis. All right.
0: Round one. I got to get hustling here. We got another stop. We're just going that's going to be a one tournament episode. This is depressing. No, we're good. We we're keep going, going. We're going. Come on. We're going to go to episode 11. No. All no. right. Round one. Cam Young shoots 64. Why this is in here is that he's brought into the big press center. He's bringing in the big press room.
1: Oh, oh, oh.
0: And enough. we get the question of the year from a press, from working press. Cameron, a Fordham Prep School in the Bronx, isn't exa- especially known for producing professional golfers. Maybe more basketball players. Oh, Can you talk a little bit. Maybe uh, uh, talk a little bit about maybe an improbable journey from the streets of New York, somewhat oh, to no. Grand. You went to Wake Forest, but to the links of St. Andrews, it doesn't happen every day.
1: No. No,
0: you were in their room Every, for this, right? Was, everybody in the room just sees where this is going. Oh, it's like a car crash. It's just, you just New York. see it. The, uh, yesterday I was watching my daughter eat and like I was across the table too far away. My family's in town. I saw her um, it, it, dropping something. You could see it coming a mile away. It's like one of those yeah. dad moments yeah. where like you're going to put your hand under it, but it's, but nothing, nobody's there to do it, and she just drops something all over. It. It's like fuck.
1: Bowl you know. of spaghetti or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, right, right.
0: And this was everybody in the press center had that dad moment yeah. where you see it coming, but there's nothing you can do to stop the guy. It's maybe a New York writer or something like that. Yeah, he was yeah. a New York writer, New but York like beat writer. Not a familiar. Later one. off, yeah. later on, he tried to like play it off like he was joking. Uh huh. Which uh huh was not. Cam Young corrects him, right? Yeah, he's miffed. He just can't believe... Because I think the streets of New York is probably a stretch. Everybody (laughs) everybody in the media center bursts out laughing. (laughs) Fordham Prep is on Fordham University's campus. It's beautiful. And I lived at Sleepy Hollow Country Club, where my dad is the head pro. Lives on...
1: the pres- like this incredibly prestigious country club The grounds Okay,
0: I lived on the lower course out there I took the train to school But I also took the train back home To pr- go practice It might sound a little improbable But I've been around golf my whole life That's just kind of what I do Now I will say Reading this right now Pops into my head Keegan Bradley's Absurd quote About
1: what blue collar yeah, about Work how twice.
0: New Englanders have it harder than everybody. He could have gone that same route.
1: He could have. I'd take the train into the Bronx, but I didn't. He didn't do that. Oh, God, that was a moment. Great Cam,
0: Cam Young moment. Yep. R- Rory shoots 66, Uh, Cam shoots 67, and the Rory f- fever is just yep fervor. Is it fervor or fever? Could be both. Fervor. Depends. Fervor. Fervor fervor there's just rory buzz yep. and obviously that carries through the week it's like this is meant to be this is it live boys we're off to a hot start so dj gooch westy poulter bryson all shot in the 60s okay okay <clears throat> nbc kind of went out of their way to not talk uh, to me- not mention live it was like referred to as other events breakaway league mm. not live like okay. they were like there was then a lot of jokes like, are they even going to show DJ win the tournament right. if he wins?
1: Phil, just total obscurity. Phil like might have, oh, like, yeah. not have been there. This ahead. was
0: the next next uh, next bullet. Okay. Phil is paired with Kurt Kidiyama and Lucas Herbert. And out at 730 local, uh, like just buried in the middle of the night. You know, he's not going to play
1: well, but like even aside that they're not going to give him a moment, even just as this sort of famous golfer. In the
0: field you went out there and followed him. i did i did he was, was in bizarre. a t-shirt under a quarter zip oh yeah like an
1: athleisure t-shirt which reminds me live london remember he had the Augusta logo
0: i yeah i brought that did up. we bring that up
1: sorry that's five episodes ago but go ahead sorry
0: t-shirt yeah that's right yeah you didn't say anything when i brought it up with the live sorry. london one i was wondering I, was, I thought you were gonna about say, that bat bat that out of the ballpark. Uh, um. So he played, I, I think he shot just like some, I can't remember what he shot and I'm sorry I didn't put this, put this in there. Um, But going, he got asked a question going back to the, to the dinner. Oh yeah. Uh, so he, he had this famous quote. He said he couldn't be happier.
1: Right. He's never been happier in his life, more or less.
0: basically. Yeah. Going back to the dinner, uh, you don't find it very sad that you're, you're in this position? No, no, not at all. I think I couldn't be more excited and ecstatic with where I am at. I love the event. I get to have golf in my life and competitive golf in my life on a scale that is fun, exciting, different, and lets me play and compete, but still do things outside that I want to do. Meanwhile, he's like a
1: zombie. Like he's not yeah, playing he's... well. He's got no friends. Like you know, he's got some, but his old friends are gone. He's buried on t sheets And uh, yeah, I remember him saying like let it go, man. Didn't he get like yes. upset at uh, it? It might have been Huggy or Sang Hugging or somebody else. I think it was British. Uh, uh,
0: uh, it was uh you and uh, Murray. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Uh, he said I've got a nice trip lined up after this and things that I haven't been able to do in the past. So no. I couldn't be happier. Couldn't be happier. All right. So then in the same interview, he also talks about why he wasn't at the champion's dinner. Couldn't be happier. Things are all great. But he also had to have this conversation with the RNA. The RNA contacted me a couple of weeks before and said, look, we don't think it's a great idea. You, you go, uh, for you to go, but if you want to, you can. I, I, and then he said, I just didn't want to make a big deal about it. So I said, fine. We both kind of agreed. It would be best if I didn't go. So couldn't be in a better life position, but you're just unable to go to a celebration of your of, of one of the great feats of your career. Yeah.
1: Yeah, one of the top 10, 15 player of all time. Just not even invited. Yeah. Not welcome.
0: The major championship, nobody ever ex- thought or expected you to win. The one that you struggled at the most, that you overcame with a, with a great final rounds in the history of golf. But you know what? I couldn't be happier. By the
1: way, and this 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 week was also like a celebration of golf history. As yes. much as it was a championship, like with the 150th, like Jack was getting whatever he got, like the degree from St. Andrews, which only Bobby Jones that got. He had the Champions Challenge. You had Tiger there mostly to play what he thought would be his last one. It was like a his golf history exhibition as much as also this major. And Phil is like the second of active players, like the second most historic figure in the field. And just not a, just not even a part of it. So.
0: Alex Noron flew to the Barracuda. He was the first Man. alternate in the Open, yeah. and then he would have gotten in because there are some forgot WDs. But they finished runner up at the Barracuda. Okay, we'll get to that. To Chez. Chez Fest or whatever it is. Yeah, <laughs> Polter booed, was booed on the first tee, and it just starts off. Oh, hot. I forgot starts about off this. Hot with the press. The press was, and Poulter were just, I mean, the British press and Poulter were just going at each other all week. It, uh, it might've been like Westy one guy too. booing, but it was yeah. very
1: loud and audible. And so the story was he was booed on the first tee.
0: And Westy and, Westy and Poulter were having it out with their old friends from from uh, the B- British press. Uh, Ian Poulter, purposely, I haven't, so did, what was your reaction to what the RNA said yesterday? Purposely, I haven't looked at all, so I don't want to know. You can tell me I'm not going to listen. I'm here to play golf. This could probably be my last open at St. Andrews, so I'm just trying to enjoy it despite the questioning. It might be his last open at all. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Taylor Talor shoots 68, and obviously he compared it to the Ryder Cup, he was asked about how that compared to the open at St. Andrews. And he said, it's not comparable because that was team golf. And this is not team golf. (laughs) Yeah, it's tough to compare. It's kind of apples and oranges out here.
1: I love someone asking him that. (laughs) Ridiculous.
0: Okay. Um, Uh. So the other big first round pace of play. Huge story. Six hours plus rounds. They're finishing it like sundown. It's just insane. And it wasn't windy,
1: right? I mean, it wasn't that.
0: Well, it was it was the first two rounds. It wasn't okay. like super windy, but it was. It had some breeze. Okay. Uh, Claire Rogers had a great tweet. Breaking: Golf's la- longest day will now refer to round one of the 20- two thousand twenty two Open Championship, not U.S. Open final qualifying.
1: It was a long day. I mean, it starts at uh, six thirty local. It goes to like
0: ten yeah. fifteen. Um, Fitzy pops off. He popped off a couple times. He's oh, like, I don't like the firmness. He, he's like, it's luck. It was like kind of the opposite of the Camp Smith. And like, he had a real chance to win. And I think his attitude was like a real problem for this week. And I, it, he might have said something about it later. Okay. Like his attitude, I think, kind of took him out of this week. Because he was in the mix. But, and it was a bounce. You know, it's like just like one of those attitude things could just really, like he yeah. could have been. Yeah. Contending. So here's his quotes after it's just a joke, isn't it? Like six hours and 10 minutes. I'm not refuting. Like that's absurd. Did he play Um, with
1: tiger? It was him and tiger. and Yeah. Okay. Uh Uh-huh.
0: This just shouldn't be happening ever in golf. It's the way the golf course is set up. It's how firm it is. The way the golf course is designed. You're crossing over a lot and to get better angles and better lines, you've got to hit across all the fairways. There's nothing you can do. Unfortunately about it. It's just sad more than anything. It's just ridiculous. You know, the one thing Fitzy didn't mention here is it's the fucking equipment. Every hole is a drivable par four because of how freaking far the ball goes. So, like, that's the real problem here.
1: Not luck, not firmness. Uh, and a lot of other
0: people bring that up. It's like, a it's a drivable par four. Their w- groups are waving people up. Uh, like, right. There are multiple groups in fairways waving people up. Yeah, to I remember t-shots. that. There's, yeah, yeah, There's like yeah. four groups on holes. Everything. There, uh, there's yeah. a comment. I think Xander said, like, I've never watched so much golf in my life playing around a golf. Um, <clears throat> all right. Friday. Sorry. No, just... I
1: forgot about that pace. I, I just forgot about that whole thing. I'm waving everybody up all the time.
0: Hopefully we just like cruise here. Ready? Uh, Smith leads by two over Cam Young. Rory shot 64. Uh, here's a great quote from a, about the similarities of of Australia and in, in the old course hitting off old course turf. You definitely get the same interaction as in Australia through the turf with the wedges. You have to be really creative. You have to have all the shots. Thagala, great quote from Thagala.
1: Who would we discover like hitting... was living in a dorm room? right yeah Do you have that later that's or... why that's, okay. why, that's okay. why i was asking him okay. about it because yeah. i was
0: asking him about the dorm room too. okay <laughs> um our comrade it's like dorms. hitting off so i asked him about like the the you know you're from central california like central valley yeah drought not not central california where i live
1: yep yep yes
0: very drought laden so he said it's like hitting off the hard pan you kind of have to learn how to hit these spinning wedges, like cutting them, hooking them. I know some guys change their wedges and stuff, less less bounce, but I'm used to hitting off hard pan. So it's like, you know, there were, this was a big deal. Bryson talked about it at length, how he changed his wedge setup because of this, you know, it, it like, and you start to see the guys that are playing well, like a lot of Australians have played well. Smith was the third Australian to win at the old course um tiger misses the cut i i didn't talk about this in the last one but tiger obviously awful found a divot off the first tee shot shoot 78 went out in 41 and his round finished his first round finished on peacock premium oh no. everybody everybody was pissed what a mess i didn't know that it was, a it was disaster we didn't see any coverage Yeah, this is like the hard thing with covering like that was like what the Twitter research was really for me. It was like figuring out what was going on in coverage. So he misses the cut. And obviously, you know, outside of the final round with Smith, I think the moment of the tournament is him walking down 18. You know, given the situation he's in now, what your comments were about hitting him not being able to hit high. Like does he really have a shot at majors is something I wonder. And I think a lot of people s- had a f- say, this should have been just his last tournament ever. Cause he had this great moment. He could have said goodbye to golf. It, it, as it was, he, he, he teared up. He was walking, crying, walking over to 18th, uh, the Swilkin bridge, Rory. This was so a symbolic cool. moment. Yeah. Rory's walking down one. There's like a hat tip they they like make eye contact like, and it's
1: so much in golf is like manufactured, right? We manufacture the drama and we like overcook it and overdo it with essays. Like, of course, they set the tee times up to maybe have that happen, but it was also like an organic moment, right? Where like Tiger and Rory, Rory made it happen, tap tips his cap, like a really cool moment for the year. I remember how crowded it was. Like, I think I watched it from behind like one all the way up. 18. Yeah. It was so crowded. Just so many people. And yeah. And Tiger waving his cap and and in tears. I forgot about that. You think that should have been his last? He was pretty adamant that week. I think he was asked like, are you going to retire? And he's like, no, no, not retiring. I'm not retiring.
0: And he's, and he was like 20, 30. I think he was in his sights, right? Um, next time they're hosting. So that was crazy. Uh, afterwards he said, you could feel the warmth. You could feel the people from, from both sides. Felt like the whole tournament was right there. I felt it just came to head right there as I was walking to my golf ball. Um, Tiger insists he's not retiring. Says he'll play... It thinks he'll play more Opens, but one of the old course potential sounded more unlikely. Yeah. So, like...
1: Yeah.
0: From... uh, You know... It's just, like, great champion. Obviously. Like, it just was an incredible... You know, this moment. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Homa had a great tweet because he was there. He said, typically after a miscut, you hope to flush it from your memory, but not this one. This was pretty unforgettable. Incredibly bummed to not be playing the weekend, but endlessly thankful for the two days with Tiger at, at St. Andrews. That walk up 18 was a movie. Cool. Very cool tweet. Yeah. Um, Changing course. <laughs> Singer Singer just Singer and Faldo are together in a booth. Oh, they just yeah. demolish, demolish Norman. Oh, no.
1: I vaguely Singer, remember.
0: Singer goes, Singer's talking to Faldo. He goes, you had that man's number, by the way. You gave him all time back at, at the Masters. And then he went. Oh, yeah, he the made the sound, sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that.
1: <laughs> zener and faldo were just kind of one two punching guys those guys are sometimes i mean they've done the booth deal before that back in the early thousands a- and they, they had some rapport through that but they were really cooking
0: i mean honestly like honest take like maybe that's one of the things wrong with golf coverage is that there aren't enough guys in the booth yeah maybe or or yeah maybe like- uh, because it just leans would. too much on a single person and it worked with johnny because he just had all the takes yeah depends but yeah. does not like because like those guys together are better than when those guys are individual
1: right uh probably yeah but producers would say it's it too crowded but yeah you know it, there's give give and take for sure but Golf that was fun has
0: dead time like you know, it makes it more. It makes it easier for guys to talk about guys' accomplishments like that than it is. Like whenever Faldo or Johnny talked about their co- accomplishments, people are like, "I get it, you won." Yeah. But when it's a peer bringing it up, right? You know, if oh. Faldo brought that up on his own. People would have been like, "What an arrogant thing to say."
1: Yeah, Zayner was just buttering him up, and this at this point, yeah. Z- Faldo had said he was leaving, so probably a little less tension there.
0: And obviously, we found out Sahith is is living in the dorms, yeah. which is just incredibly, incredibly like endearing, relatable, endearing. endearing. Yeah, yeah. Like we loved him. He played pretty well. Played well. He played great. He yeah. had just a rough weekend, but yeah. he was T. I think T eight, T six, uh, heading into the weekend. You wrote a piece about it. Yeah. Um, Saturday. No the the statistic, no Cameron has ever won a major. <laughs> pops on the screen. It's tough, tough morning for the Camerons. Oh, I forgot but, about that. Uh Rory and Hovland get out front. Um, Rory plays great. It, they're they're way out in front. It, everybody's kind of thinking it's a duel. It's a two person race. heading into Sunday. Rory's rounds highlighted by a holdout bunker shot on 10, 10 in the loop. Yeah. There's a frenzy. So loud. And people are chanting. Rant, Rory. Yep. It's just, you know. Yep just seems like it's going to happen bryson admits he played his best golf of his career in 2000 2018 pre-bulk and speed interesting i might have might have gotten that out of him okay. in- interesting oh you asked that bulk.
1: you got that okay all right You're having a little fun in the scrum of this mix zone or whatever that week. Well, I was a radio guy this week. I had
0: had limited on course privileges. So so, you just went to the. Yeah. yeah. I just went and mixed it up. I talked to Cantlay. You know, I got some scowls and, you know, some some bad, bad vibes from Patrick Cantlay (laughs) towards me. Just one word answers. Uh, It's like, are you the house cat guy? you the
1: asshole. Go ahead.
0: Graham McDowell just. Maybe maybe the high point of Graham McDowell's shitty year in terms of like just when he just getting dunked on. Where could this be going? He tweets quality viewing at the open. The unpredictability of the old course from bounces to weather is unlike anything in golf. Can't turn it off. Thinking pace of oh. play might have improved with the shotgun start. Oh. What do you guys think? Forgot just about gets, this. Just gets eviscerated. Oh, So bad. And then later, he tries to play it off like he was joking. Hey, guys, that was a joke.
1: Suggesting a shotgun start for the open.
0: Uh. On, On with the live boys. Garrett pulls up the Ian Poulter, a quite an easy, icy P- Ian Poulter spat with an, a journalist named Andy. He thinks for a while it's me. <laughs> I think I was out on the course. I didn't have service. And there was like a Slack message that everybody's thinking this was me that Poulter just went after. It was a different Andy. <laughs> So felt like you were personally, personally, were getting a lot of crowd support. Was that something you noticed particularly? It must be quite welcome after people talking about you getting booed on opening day. Ian Poulter's response. Are we still talking about it? Question. I was walking with you today. Ian Poulter, did you hear one bad comment? He's turned the table. Yeah. And the interviewer goes, no, I heard a lot of good ones. That's why I'm asking. Ian Poulter, I'm asking you a question. Did you hear one bad one? The guy goes, no.
1: He's on his heels.
0: Poulter, no. Okay. It's amazing how we still talk about one person that's 100 yards down the first where, where there's conveniently a microphone position way down, halfway to the sta- down to the stand, and some young guy says, boo, and it comes over on the TV, and you all assume I'm being booed on the court. Oh, God. So he you, was like a touch to just, nerve,
1: but it, yeah, he might have a point. He did have a point. It's funny. You
0: just walked. Phil Casey walked 17 holes on day one. He's not here, but he's standing here the other day, and the 17 holes he walked, there's not one comment. There was not one boo. You guys continue to write. What, there are people, and there's negative comments, and there's boos, and then unfortunately, that's not true reflection of what exactly, exactly what happened. So it would be really nice if people like yourself, I don't know your name, and then the questioner goes, Andy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so everybody thinks you're there mixing it up. He's and then Poulter
0: goes right back into his rant. Andy would actually write the truth that we're getting quite a lot of support out here on the golf course because that would be just nice. Um, it would be a fair reflection of what actually what's happening rather than this continual press Let's lead down the path of players being booed who have joined the live tour. Let's just say that right. Fair, respectful, honest journalism would be great because it would be the truth. So Poulter just unloads uh, on a journalist named Andy named Andy. That's so good. I forgot
1: about that mix up. People thought you were tussling with Poulter. Here's, here's
0: uh here's Fitzy that I alluded to earlier. Yep. He's in the mix.
1: Right. I forgot he played. He was in the mix.
0: He said he's not really a fan of the old course or this week's fiery setup. You can hit good shots and get bad bounces. You can hit bad shots and get good bounces like complete. Like I that Cam Smith quote I yeah. put it in here because of this Fitzy quote. Right. Just like guy that wins and a guy that probably played close to good enough to win. And, and then the Jack quote about the attitude. Yep. And it's like, once you once you lose it, it's gone. You have no chance. And that's what Fitzy, Fitzy's attitude was just bad. Um, everybody thought Cam was done. And he had this moment where he was standing in a bunker. The ball was outside it. And the ball was, like, at his chest. He tried to hit this shot. Oh, like, everybody's yeah. like, what is he doing? Terrible decision. Take a drop. Yeah. Horrible yeah. decision. He makes a double. And he thought everybody's like, he's done. Yeah. And then afterwards, Cam's like, this is just one of those rounds, like, you know, you talk about we I talked about it at the beginning where you can hit great shots and get bad breaks. And he talked about that and he's like I still knew I had a chance going into Sunday. He was um, four
1: back. He was four back of Hovland and Rory. I didn't And he started that.
0: the day out ahead. Two ahead. Oh, at Saturday. Yeah. And he's yeah. taking
1: that like kind of baseball swing or whatever, you know. From, mm-hmm. Yep. Okay.
0: Um DJ topped it on 18 and it almost hit the bridge. Yeah. It
1: got safe though, right? It's It crossed yeah. the burn and went, yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> it rolled like
1: for, yeah, rolled like forever. 150 yards. Sure, yeah, sure.
0: Scheffler said, Yeah, he walks away and he's like, Wow, I tried to hit it low, but didn't mean to try to hit it that low. <laughs> I don't know if I topped it or not. We were walking off the tee. And he just, and DJ looks at me and he goes, Man, I forgot to get the car. And so AJ said this to, uh, so AJ said or DJ looks at me and goes, Man, I forgot to get the cover there. I didn't think about it. And then Sheffler said, cover of the AJ, burn. <laughs> yeah, Jay, to Scheffler said AJ came off 18 and said he forgot to get the carry number for DJ.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: to carry the burn. That's good. I forgot about that.
0: Um, Bryson on the old course. You can't ever really conquer it. You can't ever really control it. You've just got to go out there and try and take what it gives and play spots in the greens. Uh, where you can two putt where you have to. What I mean by that is you you've just got to be very strategic. You're never going to full understand this course fully, which I think just speaks to the firmness, the contours, everything, yeah. and the width.
1: God. Right. I forgot. I kind of forgot. Scheffler and DJ were in the mix.
0: Yeah. Enough. Scheffler. What a year he played. For- God, yeah. I mean, besides he the PGA. T21, he kind of ran out of gas. Okay. Like he finished T21, but he was definitely like he was in the mix going into Sunday. Yeah, I think he was 11 under. I watched
1: him on the range because everybody's watching Rory. And like Scheffler was there warming up for among uh-huh. the final
0: tee times. So, OK. All right. Moulinac's story comes out, which is quite amusing. So he had the crazy travel to to the old course from Kentucky. Yeah. After winning. So his clubs got there. They were all bent. Luckily, he had like a backup set waiting. Okay. So he makes the cut on the number, and he's, he's like struggling with the putter. And he said he, he kept looking down at it, and it looked really weird. So he had somebody look at it, and he played the first two rounds with a two-degree open putter. So his putter was way open. And then so he gets it fixed. On Saturday, he goes out and shoots 66. And then somebody asked him the difference between keen trace and the old course. No, and he, go, and he goes, you're taking gouging divots out in Kentucky. And if you get the ball in the air here, it's great. But this is such fun getting to hit shots. I've never hit before. It was his first trip ever to Scotland. So okay. cool. Kind of just a cool moment. Um, then There's a picture of all of us, like all, like a lot of golf media out Saturday night. And it it just Um, gets, everybody goes nuts. You're sitting in a chair and everybody's around you. I remember that. And it looks like we're like doing, yeah, (laughs) make a wish.
1: Everybody's taking a picture with me. Like somebody <laughs> tweeted, like I was like the old running back who was like in a wheelchair or something. And the, the, you guys are the young bucks. Or I was a Make a Wish kid. And then Porter, of course, had the yeah. light on his face, looked like he got a yeah. chemical <laughs> peel or something. Yeah, his I eyes were that. like a, his
0: eyes were like red, like yeah. burning red. Yeah, um, so I forgot about that. Porter tweeted, like it wouldn't be a major without being me memed. Um, so Sunday's remembered for the one of the greatest final rounds in recent memory of a major cam smith tops cam young and rory starts four back of rory he has eight birdies on sunday including a five straight straight birdies from 10 through 15 and highlighted by putting around the 17th the road hole bunker i, I don't want to get too much into game 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 story here but this is like iconic he birdies 18 cam young eagles it um, you know yeah and cam young like he would have forced a playoff if 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 smith didn't birdie and obviously he had a good look at eagle cam gets up and down to make birdie like hits it to 2 feet it's like yeah the putt's not really like something you're worried about um adam scott just sums up cam smith so well in this quote i think personally yeah It's probably a lot of things and and other people have talked about like how he's not that impressive, but like, it's just this like knack to get the ball in the hole. And I I love this Adam Scott quote. It was off. It wasn't, he was just standing off to the side talking with, with uh, a few journalists. It's probably a lot of things, but some people just have it. That's the easiest way to say it. Gets the ball in the hole. Yeah. Just has it. it. It is kind of remarkable. And now he's on live or yeah. would
1: soon be on live.
0: Uh, this place is so cool. This is Cam Smith. This place is so cool. I love the golf course. I love the town. Smith is the third Australian to win the Open to St. Andrews. Peter Thompson, in 55. Nagel in 60. Nagel captured the 100th edition. Okay, interesting. And now Smith is the champion of the 150th. Obviously, the most awkward moment of the tournament is the maybe the outside of the presser. Cam Young yeah. post round presser. Cam, apologies for having to bring this up in these circumstances, but your name continues to be mentioned. It has been mentioned to me this week about live golf. What's your position? Are you interested? Is there any truth to the suggestions that you might be signing? Cam Smith, I just won the British Open and you're asking me about that. I think that's pretty not that good. It's- Fair question. Totally fair question. I appreciate that, but the question is still there. Are you interested at all? Is there any truth to that? I don't know, mate. My team around me worries about all that stuff. I'm here to win golf tournaments. Not
1: a great denial
0: either, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, it immediately becomes like the secondary story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like this guy wins, but he's going to live. Right. Right. Rory does not win. Right, there's like everybody talks about how he he didn't lose it, he just got beat. Rory shot seventy on a dead calm, effective golf course playing effectively sixty three, sixty four hundred yards. There were these he... montages
1: about him like burning the edge at whatever one and three and all like remember like all these birdie putts he hit... that just were so close and all this stuff. He
0: hit all eighteen greens. He two putted oh, every single green.
1: Jeez, I forgot about that.
0: I'm only human. I'm not a robot. Of course you think about it and you envision it and you you want to envision it. I was literally, my hotel room is directly opposite that big yellow board on 18. There, right of the first. And every time I go out, I'm trying to envision McElroy at the top name of that leaderboard. And how did that feel? At the start of the day, it was at the top. But at the start of tomorrow, it won't be. Of course, you have to let yourself, you've got to let yourself dream. You've got to let yourself think about it and what it would be like. But once I was on the golf course, it was just a task at hand and trying to play the best golf I possibly could.
1: I'll never forget that quote of coming out on his balcony and looking at the leaderboard and like seeing his name and thinking it would be there at the end of Sunday. And you know, I remember watching, like, I, there's all these little moments. Cam Smith won it, you know. He made the five in a row. But, like, speed. Rory uh, missed
0: that short one on four or three. Yeah. Three, I think, I think it was.
1: three. Was. Nine, you know, he drove the green. Uh, or nine, he didn't drive right the next. green. Right He was just
0: short right. He yeah. was perfect spot.
1: Yeah. He, he missed a chance there. I thought nine was, like, a real turning point, not making a birdie there.
0: Um, 12, 12, he th- three-putted or didn't get up and down. 14, 14, he didn't get up and down. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so there's, like, yeah, these all these, like, little moments, and we talked about strategy a little bit, right? I, I remember watching, like, Jerry, like, walk off the course to go watch the rest from the Russics, his dad. I I don't know. I, he, he stuck to his game plan, and there was, like, this debate of, like, was he, like, too conservative or too kind of – he started with a four-shot lead. I don't think Victor Hovland was really much of a concern – um, and he kind of let Cam Smith get him, but I don't know what Cam Smith. One of the other, mo-
0: yeah. One of the other moments on six, he hit it in a divot and he putted from like sixty yards off. That was a really cool shot. Cool putted it to like yeah, twelve feet. Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, I'd like to point out, I I when I played, I was in the same spot, hit a better putt. <laughs> Congrats to you. Congrats to you. Um, um, Stenson. To live on Sunday night, is that coming out? Cup, yeah, okay. comes out Sunday night. Okay, Stenson, and it's just like uh, up. We had this refuge, we had this amazing time, and it's all over, and it's back to Champion. back to live. Yeah. So Stenson, Ryder Cup, and obviously, you know, you talk about Brooks being duplicitous. This is uh, this is maybe peak duplicity. 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 duplicity.
1: duplicity? Yeah, duplicity. Yep. Yep. It's not duplicity? No, I think it's duplicity. Duplicitousness? Right. I don't know.
0: But something like that. And then uh Sunday, this I had <laughs> your guy, Sergio. I'm
1: somebody not... asked
0: him. Somebody asked him, did you enjoy the week? And Sergio just replies, Not very much. Like Cyberpus the sour crowd. Puss <laughs> open
1: championship at St. Andrews. I didn't enjoy it. I hated it
0: i enjoyed the crowd but that was about it
1: <laughs> unbelievable
0: Faraday and charles barkley rumors at this point and obviously the Faraday rumors come true to live yeah uh, other news this is another just like moment that i i love we we got after it on on saturday night or maybe it was friday night it was friday or saturday night probably getting after friday. it we we're in a late night college bar. We ended up in a college bar, like f- shoes sticking to the floor I at mean, St. Andrews shoot, University. Yeah. Yeah. Co ed's making out yes, at the bar. Yes.
1: Yes. And we were like, old. We were out of place. Everybody
0: is everybody's dancing. And then in the behind everybody's like there's like, you know, <laughs> I forgot fifty people dancing and on the this eighty inch TV this is the bear cooter. <laughs> I forgot about this. And it's just the- leading and i tweeted i tweeted a video of like everybody's out celebrating Ches yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs)
1: dancing celebrating the the barracuda which is whatever eight hours behind this scotland i mean
0: this week was nuts because we would be out at the course until 10 we'd get done and we'd be like there's like three places you could eat you're finishing eating at 11 and then you just like kind of want to unwind and have a beer i felt like i'd like was up to like one every one at the earliest every night and then back up early for the next day. Yep. Yep. All right. Chez wins the CUDA.
1: Can I do three M real fast? We're gonna rip through the three M open. Yeah. This of all the things we go from the old course at St. Andrews to CPC Sod Farm and like Scott Piercy holds the 54-hole lead. We had Rory with the 54-hole lead at the old course to Scott Piercy with the 54-hole lead at the CPC Sod Farm. It was uh, not quite the Kyle Porter Memphis tweet, but but an amusing, dramatic drop-off uh, the week after. Uh, this is when OWGR really starts to take off, uh, the, d- d- the debate, right? And Nosferatu tweets about like, could that be the last major a lot of these guys play in um, and he tweets like a projections, you know, he's an OWGR whiz, a projections map that has like Poulter, Westy, Phil all outside the top 150. And on top of that, Jamie Weir, the Sky Sports Journalist, tweets. What's interesting was Tuesday before the open, I had one live, you know, veteran. I, he said, remain nameless. I asked him like I wanted to ask him, can I talk to you? Uh, about the possibility that your OWGR will fall off a cliff. And this may be the last major. And this person responded to him, F off, F you. Why would you ask a shit question like that? Go F yourself, F off. And uh, at the time, and apparently like at the time he went unnamed. I can now report with confidence from an unnamed source that the person who told Jamie Weir to F off on the chipping green, asking about OWGR, drop-offs, was one Paul Casey.
0: Oh, the good guy. Yeah. What a good guy.
1: Just just F-bomb Jamie Weir. It was a fair question. It's a note. like. And by the way, Paul Casey is now outside the top 50 here. He's going to be outside the top 50 at the end of the year. I'm told at this chipping green scene, Lee Westy was chuckling about it in the background as Paul Casey used about 13 F-bombs on Jamie Weir. Uh, but he tweeted it at the time, unnamed person. It was Paul Casey. Uh, telling Sky Sports to go to hell just because of the question. Like, hey, man, are you worried about this OWGR, this being your last last major in a while or ever? So that was uh, Paul Casey. Got some clarity on that in my research. Um, the big one start, like you said, is Stenson leaving. There's a lot about how he took the Ryder Cup job to leverage the price from the Saudis yeah. to go higher because it's a trophy on the wall because they took the Ryder Cup captain. Uh, ben Coley obviously summed it up well. There's like a lot about his contract stuff. He releases like a statement that's like five thousand words, and we're like, we're not reading all that just to tell you know, just for you I'm to ha- say. I'm happy for you, yeah, but I ain't reading. I'm throughout. not reading all that. The stuff about his like it was very clear in his Ryder Cup captaincy contract. Like you cannot take this. Um, And he said in March, I'm fully committed to my role. I have an agreement in place. Um, it, it, uh, What else? It's just yeah. Coley pointed out like the. Taking the captaincy intensified the pursuit and probably the price. Uh, Liv releases that Stenson is coming to join, quote unquote, his fellow Englishman, Lee Westwood on the Majestics. <laughs> so Stenson is now an Englishman, not a Swede. And this started this run of like typos that people called out. Cause the next week, oh, I mean, there's type houses from day one. Well, I'll just run through them here. The next week in New Jersey, they have Louise Oosthuizen on the, they, at the draft party, the, Louise? Louise, not Louis, Louise or Louis. Uh, they have a picture of Matthew Wolf. Who's just a creative player, not Matthew Wolf. It's maybe Matt Jones. Um, they say, welcome to live Pat Casey. They have Taylor Gooch with a Y they call him Charles, not Charles Schwartzel. Just there's everybody starts collecting all these typos after they call Stenson and the fellow Englishman of Westie and the majestics. David Faraday is off bark to, to live. Um, Barkley is dabbling with live says he's dabbling. Tron tweets a picture that he got of Norman and Barkley meeting together in Atlanta. Um, there was a very with the Faraday announcement. There was a very weird and bad like video montage welcoming Faraday and including Phil, who's with the gorillas in a mask, like very bizarre, very bizarre. Phil's with these like gorillas in some like African like safari in a mask, saying like welcome David Faraday. Um, the Amundi Evian Championship is a major, but not a major. Is this week Brooke Henderson wins that? I totally forgot about it. It was like a roller coaster event. I don't know. I guess it's a major. so proud. I guess it's a major. The field at the 3M Open um, has Fino, McNeely, McNeely, Davis-Riley, and Cam Davis were headliners for (laughs) TPC Twin Cities. Marty Fish got an exemption. It was like awful the first day, but then I think he beat like 40 guys on the second day. Monahan was there. Like, you know, this is like the rank and file players, right? He's trying to probably assuage them to have like an open door, like, q a session with those players in the tpc twin cities um uh we found an article on pgatour.com characterizing tpc twin cities as uh a write-up that utilizes it says it utilizes quote natural rolling terrain on a site of a former sod farm which is kind of an oxymoron (laughs) Does like a, I mean, do you have a sod farm, a natural rolling terrain also at TPC sod farm this week, a season high, 303 golf balls found the water at uh, the land of 10,000 man-made lakes. I would say is what we call that event. Uh, Sergio says he intends to quit the DP world tour because quote, he isn't feeling loved. This was after, you know, I want to play where I feel loved. And right now I'm not feeling loved by the European tour. I'm happy with what I achieved. So he thinks he'll be. Uh, resigning his membership from the European Tour, he, he reverses course on that a week later. Uh, there's video of Cam Smith and Billy Horschel fishing together down the Jacksonville area, which I find amusing. Cam Smith has yet to defect, so to speak, but there's Billy Boy the Tom Crier. Uh, John Huggins caught up with Ernie Els this week, and Ernie Els, um, says, you know, uh, world golfer, right? Traveled the world, played a bunch of golf, and says you should play live golf in the fall. And then, quote unquote, real golf the rest of the year. So he's trying to find harmony between the the two and the ecosystem and make them all work together. And, you know, people enjoyed that. Um, Scott Piercy races out to a lead. Oh, funny one. Robert Garrigus WDs during round one. Round one, Robert Garrigus, due to fatigue. (laughs) I mean, he hadn't played the open wd Was it hot? fatigue i don't know i guess piercey has a blister so he's like carrying his shoe and this becomes social media cat- catnip he's playing the first round with by walking around in his shoe it's the
0: best social media coverage he's gotten in some time
1: <laughs> that is true but then comes sunday he's got a um he had a five shot lead scott piercey has a five shot lead on sunday complete disaster complete disaster he had a five shot lead didn't even finish oh, in the I top five about that he had like a double a triple he went bunker to bunker and then duffed it into the water had a ball plug in a bunker just didn't even finish outside the top five had a five shot lead um he went from up five to quickly trailing by two within like 12 holes um and we make a point like pga tour like Are you worried about your product or not? Like the drop-off is so staggering, right? From venue choices, from fields, like talking about playing for legacy and all this stuff. It like, wasn't a strong week for that. So Finau wins. He went from four shots behind to four shots ahead, though he makes it interesting. Just rockets his tee shot off a grandstand at 17. So hard. He backboard so hard that it almost bounced off the, the backboard and went onto the other side the front of the green into the water just stays stays up dry so ever so slightly in 18 72nd hole he did hit it in the water so like kind of trying to give it away uh even though Piercy had really opened up the gates for everybody uh but he wedges his way home hangs onto a three shot win even though he you know made it adventurous over the last two holes um it was he did like this interview after in front of the big bouncy house with like all his kids at, at 3m open it's it's you know, he didn't have a good year uh, up to this point. Fino had not been playing well. And kind of, yeah. this was obviously a weak field, terrible year. He was
0: awful at the beginning. Of the it year.
1: was the PGA tour comms makes, says it's the largest comeback victory on tour since Sam burns at the Charles Schwab challenge, which was like six weeks ago. It wasn't like 1975. It was like six weeks ago at colonial, which was amusing. So big comeback, large part. Thanks to Piercy total implosion. Uh, Darren Clark birdies the 72nd hole to win the senior open joining Gary player, Tom Watson and Bob Charles as the only players to win both the open and the senior open. He beat Padra Carrington with the birdie on the last hole rain soaked Glen Eagles, big departure from the uh, fiery and fast St. Andrews. Um, also forgot about that. Announced- it was
0: awful. The weather.
1: Yeah. Glen Eagles. That was a disaster. Also joining Henrik Stenson, as announced, are finally Jason Kokrak, Big J Kokrak, goes all in, and Charles Howell the Third, which is, Cleveland's favorite son. I don't know about that. There's a lot of a lot of getting different stories out of Cleveland. That may not be the case. Um, but Kokrak and Charles Howell the Third join. Charles Howell the Third was like kind of. I think NLU reported it first, but still was a surprising one. Like, what is Live getting out of that? What is Howell getting out of that? You know, at this will be the next episode. But at Live New Jersey the following week, he says, "quote unquote," money was not a factor in his decision. <laughs> like the most preposterous, preposterous denial ever. So that was like a weird one. What? What is? What is Live doing with Charles Howell III? Um, last but not least, Graham McDowell, who had just been tweeting about shotgun start, uh, at the Old Course for an Open Championship tweets that he's partnered with an nft angry Apes, angry apes cc tweets i've joined with the doing this nft deal the angry apes country club he gets just eviscerated like what are you doing he's deleted the tweet since then people responded like every time you tweet it's something dumber because of you know the shotgun start tweet was still fresh and now he says he's doing an nft partnership with angry apes cc this week um That does it for your 3M Open week. Tony Finau, your winner. We'll uh, move on, I guess, to part what? Nine? Part nine, we'll pick up with the Rocket Mortgage, Live New Jersey, Trump Bedminster, and finish up the playoffs. Everyone enjoy your post-Christmas break. We'll be back and close this year review out.